0: Have you ever wondered whether your partner is just not a good match for you? And do you think there is such a thing as a good match or even a perfect match? And if so, how does that look? Welcome to this podcast called Paul Married Alice. Is there a perfect match? My name is Angelica and I am a relationship coach. So let me begin by reading something to you. What I want to read is from Dr. John Gottman, one of the leading researchers on marriages or relationships, and both he and his wife are well-known couples therapists. He writes, Paul married Alice, and Alice gets loud at parties, and Paul, who is shy, hates that. But if Paul had married Susan, he and Susan would have gotten into a fight before they even got to the party. That's because Paul is always late and Susan hates to be kept waiting. She would feel taken for granted, which she's very sensitive about. And Paul would see her complaining about this as her attempt to dominate him, which he is very sensitive about. If Paul had married Gail, they wouldn't have even gone to the party because they would still be upset about an argument they had the day before about Paul's not helping with the housework. To Gail, when Paul does not help, she feels abandoned, which she is sensitive about, and to Paul, Gail's complaining is an attempt at domination, which he is sensitive about. The same is true about Alice. If she had married Steve, she would have the opposite problem because Steve gets drunk at parties and she would get so angry at his drinking that they would get into a fight about it. If she had married Lou, she and Lou would have enjoyed the party, But then when they got home, the trouble would begin when Lou wanted sex because he always wants sex when he wants to feel closer. But sex is something Alice only wants when she already feels close. Now, these paragraphs illustrate so perfectly that we're all faced with challenges in our love relationships, no matter who we marry or who we pair up with. Yet most of us have this desire to pair up with a love partner. In fact, everything in our life is about relationships. From the moment we're born to our last day on earth, we're in relationships with others. Just think about it for a moment, we're only here because our parents had a relationship and we learn from them or from our first caregivers everything we know about relationships. So have you ever wondered if we have just been socialized to be in a love relationship to reproduce and to not be alone and therefore be safer because our ancestors were safer when they paired up? Or is there a deeper purpose, a deeper meaning to love relationships? Esther Perel, another relationship expert, points out that 150 years ago, people married for economic reasons. And I didn't expect much more from that union, but a decent relationship. Today, we marry or pair up for love. But hand in hand with marrying for love comes this romantic idea that the one person we choose to spend our life with should fulfill an endless list of needs. Our partner is supposed to be an amazing lover, our best friend, a fabulous parent, Our confidant, our emotional companion, our intellectual equal, and spiritually on the same page as well. And often we're looking for that one kindred soul that can wear all those hats for us and can fulfill all our needs and desires. And not too seldom, we're chasing the idea of a relationship that feels, on one hand, safe and harmonious, yet at the same time, exciting and full of sexual chemistry. A bit of a contradiction, right? So we want closeness, safety, and intimacy, as well as excitement and sexual attraction. Esther Perel also points out that we live in an era where we feel we're entitled to pursue our happiness. So if our partner turns out to be quite human and not able to be all that we expect, we feel disillusioned. And I've written about disillusionment before. If you're interested to read other blogs. So as we're feeling disillusioned, we might start to wonder if there's somebody out there who's more compatible. And Esther Perel says in her wonderful TED Talk, I'll quote her, we used to divorce because we were unhappy. Today we divorce because we could be happier. Divorce used to carry all the shame. Today choosing to stay when you can leave is the new shame and undoubtedly we might be more compatible with some people than with others however what we tend to forget when we have this long list of what we want and need from our partner is that our partner no matter who he or she is he might be able he or she might be able to fulfill our needs or some of them But they will also always bring up our unresolved childhood issues. And here's what Harville Hendricks has to say to this. He's another couples therapist. Romantic love delivers us into the passionate arms of someone who will ultimately trigger the same frustrations we had with our parents, but for the best possible reason Doing so brings our childhood wounds to the surface so they can be healed. And this quote is from the book that Harville Hendricks wrote with his wife, who's also a therapist. It's called Making Marriage Simple. So in our marriage or our love relationship, we recreate our old unresolved hurts. And, and that's where the gift is, we receive an opportunity to work through those wounds because our partner reflects our fears, our insecurities, our ability to love ourselves. And our partner mirrors also to us what personality traits we have disowned, which ones we've pushed away, and what patterns are unresolved within us. So every relationship issue which comes up is a gift for us. It's an opportunity to become more whole, It shows us what we need to embrace inside of us for greater self-love and more unconditional love, not just of ourselves, but also unconditional love and acceptance of others. All relationships, especially the ones with our close loved ones, are an opportunity for us to evolve, to release old patterns, to heal old wounds, to grow and to become a better version of ourselves. So you can look at it as your partner is your teacher, just as we are our partner's teacher. You might remember the quote that the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence, right? Well, the grass isn't greener on the other side. It is greener where you water it. So is there a perfect match? If you believe the perfect match in love is a relationship which is smooth and without issues, then my answer would be no. But each of these matches that Gottman describes that I read out to you at the beginning could be a healthy, loving and empowered relationship when both partners work on themselves and on their relationship. Basically, when they water the grass in their relationship yard. We mustn't forget that we anyways intuitively and subconsciously pick exactly that person with whom we can recreate our issues and heal our emotional wounds. So when you wonder whether another person might be more compatible with you because you and your partner have issues, remember that usually the grass only appears to be greener on the other side of the fence. You can contact me either for individual sessions to work on your triggers and patterns or for couple sessions. My name again is Angelica and my phone number is 905-286-9466 or email me to greendoorrelaxation at yahoo.ca. Have a wonderful day.